Hi everybody, this is Steve Miller, better known as Kelly's Dad, and I want to welcome you once again to another uh, one of our IMTS webinars. Uh, this one, this month, as you know, well I should say that what, you, what, uh, what we're doing now between now and the show this September is that we are uh, we're doing basically three different webinars per month uh, at a minimum. Two of them are directed uh, primarily at exhibitors for IMTS. And those two are split into two different categories, one being the operations side of exhibiting at IMTS, the other being the marketing side of, of IMTS. That's what we're talking about here today. The third one is the, um, the broader uh, topic of marketing for anybody, and we invite all the attendees uh, at IMTS uh, as well as the exhibitors to participate in that and sit in and, and, and join us. And that will be uh, another later date after this. Now, actually, what's going on here today is that um, the we had some technical problems with the original recording uh, several days ago. And so I've had to just kind of sit down here at my computer and redo this uh, all by myself with no audience, uh, which... Is, it's fine. It's no problem or anything like that. But the topic for today is we're talking about social media advertising and how you as exhibitors at IMTS can use this particular tool to help promote your participation at IMTS. And of course, we all know that that's really, you know, we, we want to look at all the different tools that are available to you. You know, we don't want to just take a look at, at email because that's the one that most people are uh, using. Uh, but there are so many other tools out there that can help you be more successful and help you stand out from the crowd. And we want to talk to talk with you about as many of them as we possibly can. And today I want to share with you uh, some uh, how you can use social media advertising okay advertising now what why is this important well really the big reason why it's important is because uh, I'm a broken record if you watched any of my other webinars you know that I, I keep hammering this and hammering this and I probably will never stop hammering uh, and that is that we know that back in 2014 there were a total number uh, there were there was a total of 114,147 attendees at the show now that is that was a record breaking uh, for uh, for a number of years, uh, and uh, and it's that's a lot of people that are coming through the front doors of McCormick Place. But see, the question is, and the way I like to look at that is that it's a lot of people, a lot of professional attendees. It also it's also exhibitors like yourselves, media, you know, visitors, people like that. Uh, and the way I look at it is that if we look at it, that that McCormick Place is like a giant forest. And when we go through the forest, there are lots of different animals in the forest. But now imagine that you are, and I don't know, you know, a hunter or a photographer. Let's not say hunter, but let's say a photographer. And you want to go out and there's a particular animal that you want to, uh, uh, to photograph. And as you know, I always, I always say it's the moose. You know, that's who we are trying to to find in the forest. But you see, McCormick Place, with the 114,000 plus people coming into it, it's got all the animals in the forest that are coming in. And we are not looking for all the animals in the forest. We are looking just for the moose. Now, we could also say that the moose might be looking for us. They might be looking for, for companies that are going to help them solve problems and challenges uh, um, you know, have new projects that they've got going on, maybe aspirations for growing their businesses, you know, expanding their businesses. And so they might be looking, they might be looking for you specifically, or they might be looking, just looking for companies who can help them solve that, solve that problem. So there, there are, you know, we want to identify those, those moose, and then we want to do everything that we can to attract as many of the moose to our booth as possible and at the same time, we want to kind of push away, all right, the other animals because they really are not what we're looking for. They're not they're that they're not part of our target market. And if they do come into our booth, I mean it's all all well and good that they, that they come in, but ultimately we have to somehow identify them as not being qualified. And then we have to we, we have to take the time to you know, politely get rid of them and then go out and look for more moose. So the, the better job we can do in advance 
of identifying the moose and then doing everything we can to attract them and then help the other animals to realize, oh, you know what, I don't need to go in there. That makes our job easier and we're going to be a lot more successful. So like I said, you know, either they might be looking for you or you are definitely looking for them. And if we if we go online and uh, we think about the ways things are done online, now obviously SEO, search engine optimization, is a huge thing. And I would venture to say that most people that are watching this and most of the exhibitors are familiar with SEO and, and maybe have worked hard to uh, optimize their search engine so that when people do look for you and they go online and they typically would go on to Google to uh, to then go in and do a, put input some keywords or search terms or ask a question that Google will then go out and find the answer for them and that, they, that hopefully if the question revolves around the type of product or service that you are offering, you know, you want to be able to pop up primarily on page one uh, to uh, for them. And so that they will find you easily and quickly. Okay, so, uh, and that's what, you know, when we talk about going to IMTS, uh, you know, the same thing applies there, is that, you know, are you easy to find at IMTS? Now, it doesn't necessarily mean, I'm not necessarily thinking that, okay, you're a small 10 by 10, you're back in the corner of the North Hall or something like that, um, that you're easy to find. It's it's easy for them to figure out where you are, you are. Now, whether that's via online, whether it's via the directory, uh, that you you should be filling out and the information that you should be filling out on the e-kits. Uh, all of those things are important, okay? But they can find you through Google online ahead of time, right? Now, the next, the, the other, there is one other search engine that I would mention. Uh, I know that, uh, you know, there are lots of search engines out there, but actually the number two search engine out there is YouTube. So So they might go into YouTube, not necessarily to look for your company, although that's a possibility, but that they go to uh, uh, search certain terms and, uh, and again, asking the same types of questions, but they might be looking for videos that will help answer those questions for them. So we're all, we're all pretty well familiar with SEO. Then we get into social media, all right? And social media being the social side of the internet. And of course we know where the, you know, for me, the big ones are uh, in the B2B world would be Facebook, LinkedIn and Twitter on social media, not so, you know, uh, um, and, and depending upon how much time you have, the resources that you have, you might be more active in some of these than others. Um, for many of us, we just don't have that. We don't have the time. We don't have the resources to be able to go out and participate in all of the social network, uh, and and really because because it takes a tremendous amount of time and energy and and, and effort. Uh, and so, but if you are able to do that, well, good for you. You can go on to Facebook. You can go on to LinkedIn. You can get into, go into Twitter, and you can establish relationships. You can you can have friends. You can have connections. You can have followers. Uh, that that you hope would uh, be interested in your type of product or service, and then you can use those to communicate with them, to invite them to come in and see you uh, at 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 the show. But really, what I'm talking about is I'm talking about going out and advertising to the animals in the forest. Okay, advertising, actually advertising, uh, so that. And, and and with with social media advertising, the coolest thing about social media advertising is that I can li literally laser beam my ads to go just to the moose, just to my moose, who I want to attract to my booth. That's what I love about social media advertising, and so that's what I want to talk about with you today. And and from that perspective, the advertising. Social media advertising. I'm going to focus. I'm going to concentrate on three different tools in social media advertising. I'm going to, con I'm going to talk about how you develop, how you create an ad on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Okay, those those are the big three when it comes to social media advertising. Now, what we're what we're looking for is we are looking for prospect advertising on here. We're looking for the moose, right? That's who we want to talk to, and and we want to be able to communicate with them ahead of time so that we can get them to want to come and see us at IMTS. Now, one of the things that I'm going to stress, and I will I'll repeat this more, more at the end, 
But one of the things that I want to stress is don't use advertising, don't use an ad uh, in social media to just automatically try to drive them to your booth. What you want to try to do it through social media is you want to try to, much like just participating in social media, you want to take a step towards building a relationship with them so that they feel uh, they feel some kind of a connection or they feel good about you or they you, you start to establish a trusting relationship with them. And then after you do that, then you can start to uh, be a little more aggressive and you can start to invite them to, uh, to see you uh, at at, at the show so 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 let me show you how to do an ad this is not necessarily um, the strategy part this is the pure tactics of how to create ads on Facebook LinkedIn and YouTube so I'm going to take you step by step through each one of these and if you're interested in doing any of them, any of them then you can just follow follow right along with uh, uh, what I'm doing here uh, so like on Facebook first thing you do and, and you I should say the first thing you need to make sure that you have is a page, all right, a company page for you, because that's you need to have a company page in order to be able to do advertising on Facebook. So it's not a personal page; it's a it's a company page. But once you've done that, you can now start to uh, go in and start to say, okay, I want to look for, like, let's say, for example, uh, I want to develop ads. Okay, so so. On the left column, when you go to your homepage, homepage, when you go when you go to your landing page uh, in Facebook, where it will have the news feed right down the middle, down the left column, you know you see all these things where you can edit your profile and things like that, and you might have some of your groups uh, listed here and things, but there should be a, a link for what they call the ads manager, and that allows you to go in and and uh, um, create these ads and and set them up. Uh, if you don't see that for some reason. And I don't know. I don't know if it's in everybody's uh, feed or not. But uh, if you don't see that, then you can go over to the right side, to the right right side of the page where it has uh, your name and a home, and then just click on the down arrow here, and then scroll down to where it says either create ads or manage ads, and you can just uh, click click on those. So that brings you to this page, and this is kind of the home page for the Facebook ads. This is the ad manager right here. And and you got, you know, across here all the different uh, drop-down uh, links for you to, to look at. You got your account name here, things like that. But really all we want to do is go over here to where it says create ad. We're going to we're going to create the ad. So we click on that and that pops up a a uh, this uh, page and this is basically asking you, okay, what is it that you want to do? With your Facebook ad, uh, and in this case, and I'm just going to say for for I'm going to say nine times out of ten, you are simply going to want to send people to your website. Uh, and, you know, if you're if you're fairly new to Facebook uh, advertising, then just do this. All right, just pick this. Don't sweat the other ones. You really want what you want to do is you want people to click on your ad, leave Facebook, and go to the web page of your choice. Uh, I would always strongly encourage that you set up some type of landing page that is specific to the ad that you're running. Uh, do not send them to your home page of your company uh, because that is not really uh, that, that's not managing them the way you want to manage them. So but anyway, you really want to just pick out the send people to your your website. Uh, then that takes you to this page where you start to you know you've now set up your campaign. Now it takes you to what it's what it's calls the ad sets, where you define your audience, your budget, and the schedule. And in here, you notice that this is the landing page for the Facebook, and uh, and this is what you would see when you go there immediately. Nothing has been filled out, uh, and it's uh, um, it's it's basically set for the United States in here. And you can you can delete that and go for the world if you like to, um, but. If you notice over here on the right, that as you start to fill out these different uh, criteria on the uh, audience budget and schedule page, this thing starts to change. Over here, the audience definition, because you notice, like right here, it says the potential reach for <laughs> for for this audience is 191 million. Which again, it says up here, your audience selection is fairly broad. You don't really want it to be fairly broad. You want it. You want to narrow it down 
to where it's uh, it's it's much more manageable and much more focused on your moose. So. So what I'm going to do then is I'm going to go in and I'm going to choose, I'm going to start to uh, custom, customize this a little bit, make it, you know, narrow down the criteria. So now I've gone over here and I, let's say, for example, I'm a West Coast company and, and my I primarily work along the West Coast. I don't really work that much uh, anywhere else. And so I'm going to, I'm going to look for people who are on Facebook uh, in California, Oregon, or Washington and you know I'm also gonna say okay I'm gonna change the age group to go f instead of from 18 to f infinity it's gonna go from 20 to 64 now what does that do well that takes it down from 191 million down to 27 million obviously it's still too broad so now we go to the net that we scroll down a little bit more and it asks about gender. Just leave it at all. Uh, languages. I didn't. I didn't enter anything in here. But you can. You can enter English if you want. If that's. If you just want to focus on that. But I get into the detailed targeting, and the detailed targeting um, is where, in interests, you start to kind. Of, you start to type in interests that people might have, uh, and 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 I understand that Facebook is primarily a social medium but you know even if you're even if you're on socially at some point you're going to probably reveal a little bit about who you are so uh, so for example uh, the the IMTS has its own page all right it has its own company page in there the international manufacturing technology page and and that page has at last time I looked had something like 22,000 likes so when you click a like, you are now part of that group. And, and so what I can do is I can come in here and I can type and I'll, I'll type in International Manufacturing Technology Show. And because there's a page for that, it pops up in there for me. It, it shows, it says, yeah, okay, all right. Anybody who likes that page, uh, you, know, you know, is part of the criteria. And then, you know, just say for fun, you know, I typed in milling. All right, and and actually, when you type in milling, it gives you several different options of uh, things to choose from. And I chose machining. All right, and that's it. That's all I've that's all I've changed on this page. And now, what have I done? So I'm I'm I, I the audience details are now over here. It says I'm in California, Oregon, Washington, age twenty to sixty-four, and I'm looking for people who match. The interests of they've they've liked the International Manufacturing Technology Show page, and they have also shown an indication of interest in uh, milling. And so now, look at that; it's dropped down to thirty-nine thousand people. And now we're getting in. Now we're getting somewhere, right? Now we're getting to where we can uh, be a little. We we can start to say, oh, okay, yeah, this this is this number is starting to get down there. So now I can scroll down a little bit more, and where it says connections, let's say you have your own page, all right, and let's say you've you've set up a page, and I know that there, are, I know there are companies at IMTS who have pages that have, you know, a hundred thousand likes on them, and uh, you know, and then there are others that only have, say, you know, five hundred likes or two hundred likes or something like that. Well, that's fine if you have. If you have a Facebook page, like it shows here, you, you click the Add a Connection drop-down, and this pops up here, and Facebook pages. So, so people who like your page, you click on that, and that is going to change this number over here as, as well. I'm not going to do that right now, uh, but, uh, but that, that's certainly something that you can do. So then you get into budget. And so now... What I'm going to say, what I, what happens here is, I'm going to say that my daily budget is twenty dollars, and I'm going to schedule it to just start running, and then when I want it to stop, I'll tell it to stop. Okay. So now, what Facebook does is it now looks at the people that I have chosen, those thirty-nine thousand people, and it says it starts. It says that okay, based on your twenty-dollar budget, uh, you can run ads on both. Facebook and Instagram, all right? And here's how many people you can expect to reach. So, in other words, Facebook controls how many people will see it in the beginning. And then based on how many people when they see your ad and click on it, the more clicks you get, Facebook then starts to optimize um, your ad and it will start showing the ad to many more people and it'll actually lower 
your cost per click uh, quite a bit. Um, but for now, it's saying, okay, you can expect to get 1,100 to 2,900 people per day on Facebook and 3,100 to 6,500 people per day on Instagram. And yes, you can go back in and you can change it to where you can drop Instagram if you don't want them, don't want it to be on there as well. Uh, I'm not showing everything, but just part of it. But this gives you, like it says, this is an estimate of the number of people who will see your ad every day. And if your ad is, is any good, then people will want to click on it to go see what you want them to see or go get something that you want to provide them. So now you now start to create the ad itself. All right, and here you can you can choose a format and they have a couple of different formats where you can show uh, just a single image or a video in your ads or you can have multiple ad, uh, images in an ad up to five and you know what will happen is that people can scroll through the different images and one of the reasons why um, companies might want to use uh, multiple images is because maybe if you just use one single image uh, that might not attract the attention of somebody or might not attract their interest but you show multiple images of different things relating to your company and one and something else one of the other ones that you have in there does attract their interest. So, uh, so you know, and then it it asks you to choose the images, put in the links that you're looking for, choose the Facebook page, you know, that you own, so that you can run ads, right? And then it starts to show you what the ad looks like over on the right hand side. So, like for example, I'm just I just made this one up just very very quickly. You know, I've got an adventure page. Um, you know, and then what I did was I went down here and, you know, in, in the headline, I, I, you know, I'm running something here about brands that get dumped and are not met and uh, that type of stuff. And so I'm just making up this stuff. Here's, here's the text, here's the headline, and you'll notice here's what the ad is going to look like. There's the, the picture that I, uh, that I uh, added in there. And up at the top, you know, the, the, this is the, uh, you know, it says, why do you want to leave me? Steve Miller. You know, bad customer service, uh, customer service. And so you can see what the ad looks like there. And uh, and as an example of what I'm talking about is that, uh, and in B2B, B, you know, Facebook is a tremendous tool for B2B because, uh, um, because, it's, because they, they do such a great job of enabling you to really, really focus your ads on your target market. And here's a really, really good example of that. See, I have another client that is in the electrical contractor industry. So naturally, when I'm on Facebook and uh, LinkedIn and these others, you know, I'm, I'm doing some searching through there and I'm, I will you know, click, I either click and like certain pages or I will type in words like electrical contractors or th things like that. And so now this company, Market Charger, has, has, you know, ran an ad that popped up in my news feed because I have shown some type of uh, uh, interest in this particular topic. And so what is it saying? You know, like this ad is for electrical contractors. They've got a, you know, nice nice picture here uh you know people looking you know uh people looking like they they work in the construction industry and you could you know possibly say oh yeah they look like electrical contractors right and they got their hard hats on you know a nice smiling face right there to be you know reaching out that's a good that's a really really good type of ad to have is that there's a smiling face looking straight at uh the audience and this idea of reaching out as if you're shaking their hand is is good too but here's here's what they've done here now like number one and right at the the very first two words are electrical contractors. Well, it's it's helping you to self-identify yourself. Now, if I, you know, I'm not an electrical contractor, so normally I wouldn't pay any attention to this, but since I'm a marketer, I am. But see, so but if somebody is an electrical contractor, that's going to attract their attention right away, right there. You know, it says, do you want to be in complete control of your revenue stream? Of course you do, blah, 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 blah. And that now it gets into, into the good stuff. We have proven a proven three-step formula, get you uh, new customers. You know, and you can implement this formula right away. So you can get the, this valuable information. And they're saying, click to get this valuable information uh, that will be very helpful for you. So, so you click on the ad, it takes you outside of Facebook to this page where it says, you know, free strategy video reveals. And it's, and it's 
saying, okay, we will show you a free video that gives you the simple proven three-step system that eliminates all fear and worry about how and where your next customer will come from, right? And then what happens is that when you click this red bar and click where it says watch the video now, then a small window pops up and it just simply says enter your email address for, inst you know, for instant access to the video. And that's how they capture that. Now, this is really, really great stuff. I mean, this is this is a very, very good ad. It could be better. It could be better because uh, one of the things they did not do was they they they, they didn't uh, they didn't uh, um, they weren't congruent so much with the wording on the in the landing page as they were here. You know, they sh in in my opinion, they should have they should like like down here where it says how to get new jobs in your electrical contracting business. Um, they should have just continued that by repeating that over here. Instead of saying free strategy video, they should have had that phrase there and then underneath it have free video reveals, okay? Um, but overall, I would say this is, this is uh, they did a good job with this and they probably got quite a few clicks. And that's how you develop an ad on Facebook. Now, I took a lot of time to describe that because in essence, it's almost the same exact type of, the same steps that you go through with LinkedIn and and uh, YouTube, um, but I'll show them to you very quickly here as well. Uh, so when you go to LinkedIn, you want to run an ad on LinkedIn, then you know it takes you know you go to the campaign, you know how to create, you know where to create an ad campaign, and it you know immediately it just says let's start building your ad, and it starts to ask the question like okay where should members go when they click your ad? So instead of asking you the, all those different objectives like Facebook does, this just basically says, where do you want them to go? You know, they're going to click your ad. Where, you know, what do you want them to do? Where do you want them to go? Now, you can send them to your company page or your page on LinkedIn, but I'm going to tell you, you don't want to do that. You want to get them out of LinkedIn. You want to get them out of the world that you do not have control over. You do not have control over LinkedIn. You do not have control over Facebook or YouTube, okay? You know, they are owned by somebody else, and they can change the rules. They can change their, you know, service. They can change the way they set these up. They can even just one day say, guess what? We're not even going to run ads anymore or anything like that. Uh, and, uh, uh, and you've lost, right? So, so my recommendation is always send them out. So, like, for example, all I did was I just threw in my my website's link here, you know, theadventure.com. Down there it says add a catchy headline, image, and copy. I, I stuck the IMTS 2016 logo in here. I put a headline of, ooh, IMTS testing, and then I just threw the words in there as well. And it pops up over here as, as uh, this is what the ad is going to look like when it's a square ad. All right. Uh, and I can make it. Uh, I can make it tall, I can make it horizontal, I can make it long, you know, regardless of, you know, it doesn't matter which one you, you choose, you just, you just design it and you'll be able to see what it looks like as you, as you do that. So, uh, so then after you've filled that page out, here we go, we start to target. We start to figure out who is our audience, okay? What location do you want to target? I want California, Oregon, and Washington, just like I did before. And then what, and then and this is really powerful. This is really, really powerful. What groups do you want to target? Okay, cool. Well, I happen to know that there is a group called CNC Machining and Manufacturing Network on LinkedIn. And last I looked, they had, uh, I believe it was about, it was about 20,000 members on uh, LinkedIn. That were in that group, but because I said California, Oregon, and Washington over here, it's saying that within those three states, there are three thousand, uh, you know, three thousand plus LinkedIn members in that network. I could obviously add more uh, groups from. This is one of the beauty. This is one of the really cool things about um, uh, LinkedIn is that there are a lot of groups in LinkedIn, and you can. Uh, you can you can pick out those specific groups and advertise to very very specific targeted groups. You could even just type in a group. You don't even have to fill in any of the other stuff. If you just say, okay, there's this one group that I want to advertise to, that's who it is. 
And if they have 300 people in their group, well, those are the 300 you're going to see your ads. You can also get down here to where it says specific targeting criteria based on company names. Maybe there's some names of companies you want to you want to advertise directly to those people, specific industries, you know, all you know, titles, things like that. Um, uh, and you can fill those out as, as well. Now, I just left this alone here because we got 3,000, and that's that sounds like a pretty good number to me right now. Figure out how much you want to spend your budget. Uh, in this case, you know, cost per click. Uh, typically, that's what I would start out with, and then depending upon how successful the ad is, maybe later on switch over to cost per impression, cost per thousand, something like that. Um, but then LinkedIn is going to fill in what it would say is a suggested bid to reach the majority of your audience. So like in my case, it says $5.49 would be the suggested bid. Uh, and it says here, other advertisers bidding between these numbers that are similar types of advertisers. So it's saying to, uh, but it's it's recommending I stay at the low end, and that's fine. Okay, so now I'm going to say daily budget of uh, $25, let's say, and we're going to start immediately. Okay, and then we just click launch campaign. And a couple of examples of ads that uh, have have shown up in uh, my newsfeed on on my LinkedIn homepage. Uh, here we have a company, uh, you know, Radius Intelligence, and you can tell it's a, it's because it's sponsored, so you, that tells you that it's an ad. Um, now to explain something in here, uh, you know, it says predictive analytics is now a marketing technology must have. Are you using it? And you know, you can click on this and it'll take you some take you somewhere else. So what's the problem with this one? For me, the problem with this one is very simple. It's that it's that it's not really giving me a call to action. It's not really. I mean, it's got a link and it's and yeah, I know if I click on this, it's going to take me somewhere. But I'm not really sure where. Is is they're not offering me anything. They're not offering me a gift. They're not not offering me a white paper or a video or anything like that. They're just saying, "Here's an ad." You know, this is an awareness building ad, and they're hoping people will 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 click on it. So uh, it could be better. Now, here's one uh, in the in the manufacturing world, right? New thirty thousand pound capacity pallet truck alongside the tried and true, brand new versus ah uh, the tried and true, still around, still cranking away. But again. It's not asking me to do anything. It's not really saying click here to get something. Click here to get more information. Click here to get. It's just it's just showing me a picture. It's a it's an announcement post is what it is. But they're paying the money for it, and you know they have the right to do whatever they want. So that's uh, how you set it up in LinkedIn. Again, very similar to Facebook. Now YouTube again, is fairly similar except for one big thing, and that is that you don't go into YouTube to set up ads. You actually go, you, you actually go to Google to set up ads because, because Google owns YouTube, all right? And the way you do it is through Google AdWords. So, so you start out with your Google AdWords. If you don't have, you just, just go Go into Google, you know, look for look for Google AdWords. Uh, it'll take you to this page. If you do not already have an account, you do not already have a a uh, Google uh, email address linked um, to uh, AdWords, then it'll just take you through the steps of of setting setting that up. Once you've done that, and you go into Google AdWords, you start at this page here, the Google AdWords home page. Okay, and at this page, basically. You know, I got nothing in here right now, so you're going to want to start clicking on campaigns. This is where we're going to start. We're going to click on campaigns, and that's going to take us to this page. Now, I've got a few other campaigns in there right now, but you know what? I need to start a new campaign, so they make it real easy. The big red button. You click on that, and this pops up. It asks you, uh, what is it that you want to do? What type of campaign do you want to uh, send, send out through Google AdWords. So if you want to put, uh, if you want to do Google AdWords that are on search terms, you know, so when people type, go go to the Google uh, search site, search page, and they type in a phrase that you then pop up on that page, the, their, the results of their search. But in this case, we don't want to do that. We want to go, whoops, let me go back to, uh, um, I need, sorry. Sorry about that. Let's go back to there. Okay, what we want to do is we are we want to go onto YouTube. So we look down here, and here it is: video, 
video ads on YouTube and across the web. That's what we want. So we're going to click on video and it's going to come up on and then the next page of the of creating the campaigns. Uh, it's 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 up here. It's going to ask you to to name your campaign. I'm just calling it the IMTS test. Um, I'm going to leave it as a standard video driving driving this views awareness. I'm looking for conversions, right? That's what I'm going to do. Uh, and then I'm going to say, oh, in this case, I've got a ten dollar uh, per day um, ad budget. That's what I'm going to put put down there. I'm going to have it in uh, YouTube search, YouTube videos, and I'll also include it in the uh, YouTube video partners. I'm also kind of limiting it to just the United States and Canada, and that's cool. That's all I have to do. That's where we are. All right. So now, whoops, I'm getting to getting ahead of myself here. So uh, um, let me get back here. Okay. So now we now go to. We, we go from the campaign, once we've clicked the OK on the campaign, it now takes us to where it says create an ad group and an ad. So ad group name, and it automatically fills in ad group number one. I'm just going to leave that there. But then it says, OK, video ad, the ad that I want to have running on YouTube. Now, the one thing about this is that your video ad has to be a video that is already on YouTube. So that's just a matter of just, you know, um, uploading uploading your ad uh, and uh, and you can set it to private or, or, or public, whatever you want to do. That's fine. You just have to have it uploaded on, onto YouTube. So in this case, uh, you know, and then you get into the bidding down here as well. So in this case, let's say, okay, I, I'm going to fill this in. I filled it in with a, uh, a link to a, um, an export you know, an, exhi an exhibitor passport um, video that I, I just did a real quick little one uh, last year. Uh, and so I threw that in there. It pops it up and it says, okay, here's the video that we are going to be running. Of course, I'm not going to be running it, but uh, this is just for, for fun here. And then it gets down into here. Okay, video ad format. Do we want it to be an in-stream ad? In other words, it's one of those ads that is running before a video. It's right, it's right in it. So if you go to YouTube and you look up a video, then this one is it's actually running before the video. And you know, it'll say something like, you can skip this ad in five seconds or something like that. Uh, and, uh, uh, um, you know, you hope that they don't, but uh, but that's what that is. That's an in-stream ad. And then there's also in-display ads. And I'll show you, I'll show you what uh, each one of those look like right here. Let's say I'm gonna pick, let's say I pick the in-stream ad here, okay? And when I pick that, then up pops up the in-stream information down here where I'm going to say, all right, the URL that I want displayed in in the in-stream ad that they are going to put, uh, that YouTube is going to put in there, I'll just say it's theadventure.com, okay? And, uh, but the but the actual URL, I could, I could have a page within theadventure.com um, if I wanted to, but here I just, I'm just putting theadventure.com. All right, and then, um, uh, and then you can pick a vid, a uh, image to uh, um, to put. Uh, you know, over here is a preview of what it's going to look like. Uh, to where you know somebody goes to watch a video, and yours pops up first. And uh, you can either upload your own image, or you can have have it just. This is the one that it auto generated right here. And that's uh, and that's how you. That's as simple as it gets to just build those build those ads. Uh, and um, uh, I pick out the budget for that. And let's say I'm going to say, you know, like, like it gives it gives an example of uh, uh, typically between uh, when I when I put in 75 cents, uh, and then and after I put in 75 cents, then it pops up and it says, well, it's typically between nine cents and 29 cents. Well, that's okay. That's that's interesting, but I didn't have to change that because once I put that in over here. Google AdWords now gives me a predictor of how many uh, views uh, will be seen each day based on my $10 per day budget. And it's saying that uh, that it will be somewhere between zero and 100. And my average cost uh, is going to be, uh, my average uh, CPV uh, um, it, cost per view is going to be 12 cents. So you see, even though I put in 75 cents, you know, 
Google AdWords and YouTube, they go, no, 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 that's too expensive. It, you know, we, we think it's only going to be 12 cents, and it only needs to be 12 cents. See, that's one of the beauties of both Facebook and, and or Facebook, LinkedIn, and, and, and YouTube is that they want to make they want to make money off of you, but it is more important to them that they're pro- providing value to their viewers, their readers, uh, their subscribers, uh, than get the money from you because they feel like if they help if if they help get value to their subscribers, then uh, then they will still make more they will still make money. Okay, so they try to help you uh, be smart about it, and then and they will just take. You know, uh, they will just take only as much money as they need to from you uh, based on your budget and and like that. So, you know, and I didn't change anything over here as well, but I just left that all alone, uh, too. I could also change some of the interests if I wanted to, to narrow the targeting. Uh, But then I, you know, I click save ad group. Now, let's say I had gone back and instead of the in-stream ad, I'd click the in-display in in-display ad. Well, this is what would have popped up underneath. It would ask me to pick the thumbnail out that I wanted. And, and essentially what we're looking at here is that uh, when somebody does a search on, uh, um, whoops, sorry, did that. I'm, I'm thinking this is going to click. Um, that if somebody does a search on YouTube, and you know that they're going to get something a lot you know one of these four types of pages is going to is going to pop up now one might be that they have uh just search engine uh results youtube search results and uh your ad will look something like this it will have you know the copy you know the headline copy and then uh thumbnail of your video with your with your headline and description and stuff like that um or it will be if you show a video, if there's somebody on video, then on the right right side, on the right column, there will be ads for, you know, there'll be related type videos, but also there will be ads for other videos uh, on overlays and on partner websites as as well. So, uh, um, so either the in-stream ad or the in-display ad, uh, you can set up uh, as one of your ad groups. If you want to do both, then you just have two different ad groups. For those okay and then finally at the end it just simply has you you know link to the YouTube channel that you have which allows you to unlock some more features and to more features primarily for reporting and getting analytics from them uh, so but once you've done that then then you're off to the races so like for example if somebody goes into YouTube and they are doing a search so so here for example you know I typed in CNC in the search and all of a sudden it pops up, you know, machine router, machine working video lathe, router, you know, programming milling, milling machine, CNC comedy. What would that be? But anyway, uh, plasma cutting and that type of stuff, you know, that I, I, you know, if I picked one of these, then it would take me to a page and there would be ads on that page. Or maybe they're not, but, but there should be ads on that page. But that's, uh, uh, that's based on the search. Okay, so CNC milling machine, for example, here, I, I typed that in, I clicked on that, and it took me to this page. Well, you can see these first two, um, the, these, these first two videos are, um, uh, let's see if I circled them, there we go. Um, these are ads, okay? Um, but here's something pretty interesting. I mean, look, and look at the number of views that they both have. This top one has 28,000 something, this one 87,000 views. But even down here, a CNC milling machine, you know, which was put up two two years ago, has 622,000 views. So YouTube can be very, very, very powerful for you. And uh, uh, as an example of, an, you know, where it's on the, the, uh, the display, right? It's not, a, it's not just a search ad. But it's actually on the video, and this here's one here because I looked up uh, machining a gearbox shaft. That's what I looked up there, okay. And I'm waiting to watch this, but an ad for a company called Digital Marketer has popped up before that video, and uh, I could choose to skip it in four seconds, right? Um, or and you know, or I could just watch it, and if it if it's interesting to me, I could click on that and go, and it'll take me outside. And over here on the right-hand side, the right column, you'll see that there is an ad right here. And uh, in this case, it's an ad that uh, got to me from uh, A. Weber. So, um, uh, so machining a gearbox shaft. Look at that, six hundred ninety-seven thousand views. That's a lot of views for 
I think machining a gearbox shaft. Uh, but that's the power of that's the power of YouTube. It is it is huge. It's very very powerful. Now you might be asking the question, well, what about the other ones, the Twitters, the Pinterest, Instagrams, and those guys? Quite frankly, I have uh, they they are available for doing advertising, um, but. Uh, and especially from a B2B world, I have not seen a lot of success. That does not mean that some companies have not had success because there are always exceptions to the rule. It just means that I have not seen uh, much success on those. And the big three, in my opinion, right now for us is our uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, and uh, YouTube. So now here's what I want you to think about when you are preparing your ads, okay? Uh, since I'm not going to get right into, I'm not going to get into the total creative side. This was all just the how to do it of how to how to uh, uh, set up ad ads uh, on those three uh, mediums. But here's what I want you to think about, and I want to remind you: is don't think in terms of just trying, just putting in ads that say, um, you know, we are exhibiting at IMTS. Come, you know, come visit us at booth blah 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 in the North Building or something like that. No, don't do that because uh, they don't like you. <laughs> they they probably won't like that ad. And if you don't get any clicks or anything like that or any type of action, well, then it's not helping you, right? Um, and there's also no way of measuring it. What I would recommend is that you think in terms of next step. All right, what's what's the shortest step that we can get them to take that they they would want to click on the ad and then go away from you know Facebook, LinkedIn, or YouTube and go to a landing page that I've set up. And the best thing to do is think in terms of creating some type of gift. And when I say gift, I'm actually talking probably more in the in the in you know like a video for them to watch, a short video for them to watch that would be interesting, okay? Or a white paper that would be helpful for them. Uh, um, you know, maybe some type of research uh, that's available. Uh, that you you've got a hold of that you can share with them, but but the main thing is that you want them to click through, and they want to get something of useful, interesting, and free. Okay, and now a couple of things are going to happen here. Is one is that if, if they click through and they go to your web page, then you can well let me back up, back up there. You can ask them for their email address, much like that one for the electrical contractors that I showed you, right? And if they and, and if they get their free gift and they give you their email address, well, you can now eat. You can start communicating with them via email to invite them to come and see you at IMTS. The second part is the retargeting part. Um, if you did not see my uh, video. Or if you did not see the, the webinar that I did a few months ago on retargeting, I'm going to give you that, that link here in just a second. But you can go back and watch an entire thing about retargeting. This is very, very powerful. And odds are you've experienced, if you're not familiar with retargeting, you have still experienced it yourself that you have been retargeted. So in other words, like, like what might happen is like, let's say you went to um, the Vans uh, uh, or oh, let's say Zappos, okay? You went to the Zappos website and looked at some Vans shoes. Uh, well, you will have been, you, your your browser will have then had a small pixel dropped, a small piece of code dropped into the, dropped into the browser. And all that would do is that pixel would sit there. And then later on, when you went to another website, and that website might have these dynamic ad advertisements in there that are based on the pixel that they find on your browser. So you could go to some other website, and then all of a sudden, in the right-hand column, an ad pops up from Zappos offering you that same exact pair of Vans shoes that you had just looked at you know, a while ago. It could have been, could have been 15 minutes ago. could have been two days ago. But the idea being that you went and looked at something and then they are able to retarget you and actually communicate with you directly about that specific product or service that you looked at. And that's called retargeting. So essentially this is what it looks like. See, like let's say let's say you are going, you know, you do that that an ad, right? 
and you want them to click on the ad and go to a landing page. And, and when they get to the landing page, you are going to make them an offer. You're going to say, hey, we have this free video for you, like, like the electrical con uh, contractors uh, uh, company offered. They say, you know, we have a free video for you. So you click, they clicked on the ad, they went to the landing page. Now at the landing page, they now make an offer. And, and they want them to take that offer so that they get their email address. But let's say something happens or they decide, no, I'm not gonna take that offer. I am not gonna go all the way over to take that offer. And they leave the website. They leave the website and they go somewhere else. Well, but like I say, you've dropped a pixel on them from inside this, in, you know, over here on the landing page, you've dropped a pixel on them. And so then when they go to somewhere else, to some other page, they now are exposed to a retargeting ad that actually refers back to this and might even refer back to the same offer that you've given them. And so it then they can then click on that ad and it takes them right back to that same offer and that's retargeting very very powerful tool you know from a personal perspective you know from from those of us that are you know when we're going around and we're getting retargeted yes you could say it's a little bit creepy but from a business perspective it's pretty darn cool and uh you know we should you should be taking advantage of that so the beauty of retargeting is that even if they don't sign up even if they don't give you their email you can still promote to them directly and you can do that via uh, Facebook LinkedIn YouTube you know Google they, these these they will help you do that they will help you retarget uh, those those people so that is kind of what I'm talking about as far as the uh, social media advertising now if you are not familiar with retargeting you want to learn more about it then you can go to imtsattendeewebinars.com slash retargeting and you can watch the replay of the the webinar that I did a few months ago on retargeting so that's it um, too bad can't do questions because uh, we're not live so <laughs> anyway um, you can contact those of us uh, you can contact IMTS at any time at info at imts.com you can call them at their phone number there uh, i think you know imts.com you can just go there and you'll be able to contact them uh, i hope you go there and look for more of the webinars that are coming up uh, very very soon if you want to reach out to me steve miller uh, steve at the adventure.com that's my personal uh, email address got some questions for me uh, or anything that i can do to help you please feel free to reach out to me i'd be uh, be happy to respond and uh, as always i always finish up again with my picture of my daughter kelly uh, you know and here she is you know she's 23 years old she has been to vegas before but this was the first time she ever sat down and played a video poker machine she was having such a good time she only lost $26, so not too bad. So thanks again for joining me today. I hope uh, this uh, stimulated your thinking, helped you to think about what else you can do to uh, attract your moose to see you at IMTS this year. And I uh, hope to see you again on another future webinar. So this is Steve Miller, better known as Kelly's dad and marketing gunslinger. Thanks again for joining me today. And always remember, be uncopyable. I'll see you again.